Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Who me, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Trap Draw Podcast. I am Randy. Joining me today, Mr. Tron Carter, back from his European holiday. TC, how are you? Big, I'm I'm great. I'm trying to ease my way back into work here. Uh, it's 80 degrees in uh, Jacksonville today. 80 degrees. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's balmy. Yeah, I'm still cold from Europe though, so I'm 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 all, you know, bundled up in my in my toque. Yeah, it will shock the system. Uh, well, I want to ask you about your European excursion. Before we get there, let me thank our sponsor today. That is our good friends at Roback Roback Activewear. They're back for another year, and we couldn't be more excited. The fit, the feel, the quality, it's all perfect. You know we love their gear, and now it feels like we can't hit a range without seeing that subtle dog logo or two-striped ridge on the back. I want to talk about three of their products today. First, their performance polos fit so much better than your typical boxy polos, and the collar never loses its shape. Their four-way stretch material is so soft and comfortable, we basically live in these polos. Perfect for on the course, going out to dinner, for just about everything else. They're that comfortable. Trust us when we say they're the best polos out there. Second, Roback's Performance Q-Zips are the only Q-Zips we wear. They're the definition of versatile. You can do any activity in these things. A crisp early morning on the course, it just hits different with a Roback Q-Zip, and they're always good for at least one birdie. We mean it when we say that your 2023 will be better in a Roback Q-Zip. And then finally, Roback's performance hoodies, legitimately the most comfortable hoodies we've worn on the course, hands down the softest, stretchiest hoodies in golf. If you see us out on the course, odds are we'll be rocking a Roback hoodie. They're that good. Listeners, right now, use the code TRAP, T-R-A-P, on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order through the end of this week. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. Get 20% off all polos, Q-zips, hoodies, and T-shirts with code TRAP. Kick your 2023 off right with Roback, so go check them out at Roback.com. Oh, TC. Um, a bit of sad news before I ask you about your vacation. Oh, God, I know where you're going with this. I know. I've been bummed. I know. Uh, folks, really, you know, the, the last time this really happened on the trap draw was with the passing of Queen Elizabeth. But I think we have we have to dedicate this show to the memory of Diamond, one half of the Diamond and Silk duo. Just content machines uh, have, have appreciated, laughed with them, at them over the last several years um diamond is is her real name lynette hardaway r.i.p to uh to a real goat yeah i was bummed to see dt uh forget about silk though he said he wasn't wasn't familiar with silk I, only diamond i know yeah that was that was weird i i mean they're a tag team duo everybody knows like siegfried and roy exactly and uh exactly sounds like you know nobody the last i heard 
I think Silk was trying to blame the COVID vaccines for Diamond's death, but people were like, wait a second, you guys were talking about how you weren't vaccinated, so who knows, TC, (laughs) but I think the one thing we do know, throwing this up for for Diamond today. Um, All right, you went to Europe. Tell me about it. I think Paris and Amsterdam, is that correct? Yeah, Paris and Amsterdam. Uh, It was great. We had a great trip, got off the grid, deleted email and Slack from my phone. It was, uh, it was, it was very refreshing. Flew over, flew through Chicago on the way. United, of course. Of course. Uh, they were great to me. I don't know if you saw the, the thing. I guess while I was gone, some lady uh, set off a fire extinguisher and attacked people with it in the Atlanta airport. Yeah, I think attack. I don't know. Attacks... Um I, I, the video I saw, she, she had gotten the fire extinguisher and then she was just kind of parading around, uh, spraying it everywhere. I, I don't feel right saying attacked people. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, no, but we had a great trip. Uh, went to, uh, went to Amsterdam first, flew in very chilly. Uh, we had a great dinner at Bach restaurant the first night, B-A-K, wonderful tasting menu. There, I had, God, I had this, uh, I'm a huge Razor Clams fan. Had this <laughs> Razor Clam dish there that was just to die for. I stayed at a great hotel. I stayed at the Pulitzer Hotel, uh, right in, actually right down the street from where Sally used to live. Yeah, we just had a great night. We had, or a great, great, I guess, two nights there. We went to the Reich, the uh, Reich's Museum, went to dinner there at their Michelin starred restaurant. Fantastic. Uh, there was a, a mushroom dish that just changed my life <laughs> and then got pretty, pretty tuned up that night at some, uh, some bars around town. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I think we took the, took the train the next day to Paris. Paris is great. It's just, it's a lot, you know, it's a big, big, big city. We stayed at a great hotel right in the first Arendizmont. Uh, first or second? Is is uh, Paris? Let me interrupt you real quick because I've heard that about. It, was this your first time to Paris? No, it's my third time, but first time in a long time. Okay, so I, I have uh, never been, but that's what people. It almost seems like Paris is so big that it can be hard if you're going for a few days. Like you just don't. There's just too much to see, and you don't quite know like where to go. I I don't know. Is that is that the impression? Yeah. And like, we, we definitely didn't try to do too much. Like we, we kind of central location wanted to hang out and, uh, you know, two or three different neighborhoods definitely accomplished that. Went to plenty of wine bars, had some great meals, went to, uh, uh, a Pied Cachon, uh, the, the fantastic place that's been open for like 24, seven, 365 days a year for since 1947, with the exception <laughs> of COVID. Yeah, had had the French onion soup there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know, just some great meals. But I think Paris is just, it's the the degree of difficulty is tough. Yeah, it's it's a great place to just like a couple of the days we didn't have really set plans. Like we like we went to the Louvre one day early, and then we didn't have set plans after that. And we just walked around the city for like seven or eight hours. It's a great place to just walk. Yeah, it's like so pedestrian friendly. Uh, it's great to go there. It, like I'd been in the summer before it was really nice in January cause like it was finishing up with fashion week, but yeah, just kind of, you know, not a, not a whole lot of tourists. It was, it was very, very like, it was like, you could tell like the normal people were out and about. Did you go to the and Eiffel then, tower? 
Oh, we walked by it. We didn't actually, it's being renovated right now. Oh, uh, for like the fourth time in, in its existence, they're, mm. they're stripping the, uh, stripping the metal off or the, the coating off. But yeah, we went to the Louvre. Louvre's good. I think the Louvre might be a tad overrated. <laughs> um, okay. Trying to think where else we went. Did you? Did, yeah, we just kind of. Did you just have a sit at like any cafes? Yeah, that was like pretty much all we did. Yeah, that was like why we went to Paris. Just and you know, watch. we went to Paris because Alex, my wife, really wanted to go to Paris, and it made me really happy after the fact. She was like, "You know what? I, I liked Amsterdam better." Oh. And I was like. I was like, me too. Like, that's, you know, that's refreshing. So probably next time we'll go to like Amsterdam and then we'll go. Uh, I really wanted to go down to the mountains. We didn't end up doing that. But I think getting, like it snowed when we were in Amsterdam too. But like, like I would have gone to London or probably Copenhagen instead. But the problem is Copenhagen is just far from everything. Yeah. The train was delightful on the way down from, from uh, Amsterdam to Paris, the Thales or Th- Thali, Thalis train. I'm sure there's an incoming mea culpa no, for that. Uh, never. We watched the the Jags Chiefs game at a at a bar in, in the Latin Quarter in Paris. And actually, shout out to uh, a guy that that ran into you at the Women's British Open, Ross from uh, Edinburgh. Yeah, he he lives in lives in. Uh, Paris, he came up at the end of the night. He's like, Hey, like, this is weird. Are you Tron? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God. Like I ran into big at, at uh, Muirfield. So, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was great to get away. It was great to, uh, we, we had a lovely hotel room as you saw from, uh, yes. the yes. DraftKings picks. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think DJ termed it a, uh, a, a bin Laden tribute video. <laughs> like I was in a, like I was in a, like, you know, some sort of mountain enclave there. Well, but no, it yeah, was it, was, just... it was the kind of shot that looked like the city was about <laughs> to get bombed by, you know, you, you, it was like you were a foreign correspondent set up and, you know, there was going to be some shock and awe later. I, I totally forgot about the thing. And then I, and then I, I, I had an, a calendar alert set up for like, it was like 1130. We got back from dinner and I was like, oh shit, I got to do the, <laughs> I got to do the DraftKings thing. So I, so I, uh, did that and then and and Ludwig's odds weren't up yet either for like a top ten. That's why I didn't pick him. Yeah, um, I was actually looking at and that then, as well. And then uh, yeah, and then from there we flew back, flew through DC yesterday. Dulles remains just the shittiest place on earth. And I'm trying to think if anything notable happened. There was a lady. I was we we, we were in the the first row on the plane. There was a, the lady in two A had a dog with her in the lay flat. Uh, hmm. The dog looked like Jiggy from uh, Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> so uh, uh, the pair, oh, the Paris Terminal One, where the Star Alliance flies out of, yeah, uh, it, it's it's one of the worst, one of the worst like terminals I've ever ever been in. It's it was designed to like it's it's essentially like based off of an octopus. That's interesting. So like everything, you like you you get dropped off. And then you go into this circular building and there's like check-in on one level and, and then there's restaurants on another level. There's all this stuff. And then you take like these weird, they're not really like escalators because you're not going up that much. You just go across this middle area and then, I don't know, the lounges. It's just a really, really weird deal. Like it, huh. it, it, it kind of made me feel like I was in a hospital. I can't even picture. I, yeah, that's interesting. But uh, but yeah, that was the trip. It was it was fantastic. Plenty plenty of good 
good restaurant Rex. Good um, uh, our friend Philippe helped me out mm, actually. Yeah. Who we met uh, at uh, NS Crone. Yeah, a yeah. unit. Uh, oh, total unit. He sent some some uh, Rex along. Pascal, of course. Uh, fridge sent sent some Rex along as well. So it was great. You did some skiing, right? I, I did do some skiing, TC. I was in Crested Butte for a few days. You and I had been there on our great winter excursion many, many years ago, but I had never skied over there. And so nice to get back over, skied a couple days, fabulous snow. The, the, you know, the mountains out here continue to get hit hard with lots of snow. So ski conditions have been great. TC, you'd be so proud though. I think I had one of like, if not my favorite meal I've ever had in Crested Butte. Whoa. Yeah. So there's a little French restaurant called Soupçon, S-O-U-P-C-O-N. Um, there, there's only one seating per night, 6.30. They have a tasting menu, seven courses. Um, just kind of was looking for like, hey, what's a nice restaurant in Crested Butte? Saw that they had an opening. So we went to Soupçon one night and were just blown away. The, the opening dish was, was a little caviar dish uh, followed by like a, it was like an autumn bisque with like crab and chorizo. And then they used the crab in the third dish for like a crab cake plus a fried king crab leg salad, which was exceptional. I had a braised short rib dish i had an elk tenderloin dish um it it just was incredible the the service was top notch but but the the cherry on top of the night i i went back to the restroom at one point in the night and i poked you can kind of see in the kitchen and i saw a Bengals hat in the kitchen i was like hey i don't know who's a Bengals fan but i love it and they're like oh that's the chef i was like no kidding like yeah, I'll, I'll send him out. He, I'm like, I'm from Cincinnati. Would love to just say hi. So this guy comes out. What night was this? Was this, this after the game? No, this was um, this was Friday night. So a couple days before the game, and this guy comes out. He's like our age, and I come to find out it's a guy John Leonardi. Grew up in Cincinnati. Went to LaSalle. He's a West Sider. Yeah. He's been out in Crested Butte for. He went to New York originally. Worked in New York. Came out to Colorado and has been working at this soups on now for I don't know a, a number of years. But uh, we were talking skyline. We were talking graders. We were talking Bengals. Just living it up uh took a picture with him out front of the restaurant just a magnificent time so i want to say if anybody ever finds themselves in crested butte and you want to do just an outstanding dinner go to soups on there's a wine pairing menu with uh with the food it's just it's great it was so much fun it's kind of like this little french restaurant right right in downtown crested butte crested butte's sweet I love the I love town. town. Yeah, I really yeah. love the mountain too. Skiing, like it was a perfect place to go for a few days. Not not like that big of a mountain. Um, yeah, but yeah, had a great time. And kind of, it's kind of a different feel too. It's it's kind of like you know, you're kind of looking out onto like that vast like river valley mm-hmm. down towards Gunnison and everything versus being you know kind of trapped up in a 
in a valley. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like uh, I get that same sense from like Steamboat is a little yeah. bit more open like that. Definitely. Um, nice drive down there too from Denver. Yeah, it took us four hours. The roads were okay. It's up over the Monarch Pass and yeah, very very scenic. Monarch Pass is sick. Yeah, big big, big Monarch Pass fan. Well, I'm glad we both had uh, we both had good trips. I want to thank Neil and Cody last week for getting in the booth. They had a bunch of fun. I love listening to those two guys. Uh, you can expect, I think, about once a month. We don't we don't know exact dates yet, but they're they're going to be in here on the trap draw once a month. So, big props to them. TC, we got, we got some voicemails. We the listener line has been open. A, a few of them correspond with some mea culpas. What do you what do you think? Let's fire them up. All right, we got a lot of bad ones, but we got some good ones. We too. do. All right, here's the first one. Hello, my name is Tommy Mangan. I'm a longtime listener from uh, up in the tri-state area in New York. Uh, I have some information uh, regarding the Rico case. It was actually some false information, unfortunately, put out by Big Randy um, in regards mm, to Takashi Six Nine, Donald Trump trying to uh, get Takashi Six Nine released from uh, some sort of encounterment. It was actually ASAP Rocky, and he was arrested in Sweden mm. after his entourage got into a street scuffle. And uh, Donald Trump put out the following tweet after he secured ASAP Rocky's release. He said, ASAP Rocky released from prison and on his way home to the United States from Sweden. It was a rocky week. Get home ASAP, ASAP. With the dollar sign uh, in that, instead of the S in ASAP in that tweet. It was one of the most legendary tweets uh, of all time. Uh, I just wanted to give you guys that information. Uh, Thank you very much. Randy, we, we got a ton of ton of DMs about that one too. Yeah. A lot of people were, were fired up. That's a bad uh, miss. I, I apologize for that. I Tommy, thank you for setting the record straight. I, I want to apologize to everybody, including Takashi Six Nine and Mr. ASAP Rocky. Which Takashi Six Nine, I think we'll get to him. Yeah, like he's a mega snitch. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe not a bad uh, guy. I, yeah, I don't even think you need to apologize to Takashi Six Nine. Okay. Just to just ASAP Rocky okay. and DT. Well, DT DT's Twitter game, whew, fire. Okay, that guy brought the goods. All right, next one. TC got a lot of heat about this one. Here we go. <laughs> uh, hey guys, long time listener here. Just wanted to unfortunately point out a mea culpa um, from Big this past mm-hmm. week. Listening to this live, but. Uh, referring to the story with the the man, the banker, Wells Fargo, I believe, who peed on a woman during a flight. Uh, I heard that the flight was from, quote, Delhi to (laughs) New York. I believe that one's pronounced New Delhi. Um, So just wanted to make sure we're on our P's and Q's there, but appreciate what what y'all do uh, and enjoy the chop sessions. Keep it up. Thanks, Randy. That was another one. We got a lot, a lot, a lot of feedback on that one from uh, from from both you know Indian American friends, Indian <laughs> friends, and <laughs> and just regular, and just regular Joe folks. Schmoes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, 
this is absolutely my Southwest Ohio Cincinnati upbringing shining through. There is a place on the west side of Cincinnati called Delhi. It is the heart of the west side of Cincinnati. And so that's what's always in my mind, Delhi. Uh, obviously, the city in India, as I'm, <laughs> as I've been told repeatedly on like every platform, it's Delhi. So I. Well, what if what if that one is actually that's New Delhi? That right? What if that one is actually? So maybe Delhi, Cincinnati is, is the OG. Is the OG. That's a good point. So I don't know. I don't feel comfortable apologizing. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to apologize. Which I, you know what? I want to go back to the first voicemail too. How many tri-state areas are there? Yeah, too many. Too many. It's like, like you can't just throw out tri-state area. Like, I'm glad he said, you know, up in the tri-state New York area. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you, you can call Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio. That's the tri-state area. Of course. Area, right? Of course. That's affectionately we refer to it as the tri-state area. Yeah, we might have to power rank the tri-states across the country at some point um uh, so yeah no apology but we we appreciate you know we we appreciate the the call um tc we had talked about that that story about maybe hooters rebranding and and millennials (laughs) maybe not liking boobs got a couple of phone calls that i think we can say uh well i'll I'll play the voicemail fellas smith and smith from denver checking back in uh as i progress through the episode I just want to confirm that millennials are still very much into boobs. <laughs> so there you go. His name's Smith? Smith, yeah. Smith from Denver. He, he had called us. He left a prior message and just had to call back and let us know that millennials are still into boobs. So uh, That's very reassuring. Yeah, I know. Very, very glad about that. Um, TC, last episode, we talked about that Vegas like Hyperloop thing with the Teslas. Well, somebody called to correct some of my information on that one. Randy, I just listened to the pod. You got it wrong this time on the Vegas Loop, buddy. Uh, $45 million from the Las Vegas Convention Authority, which does not come out of the general fund. So zero taxpayer dollars. Uh, it will be 53 stops when it's done. All the stops are funded by the hotel partners, along with the company that's actually doing the work as a proof of concept. Costs like $3.5 million a year to maintain, and the um, competitive bid for a train was $240 million for just like um, eight stops. So this was $45 million for the same thing. Okay. Well, Listen, it sounds like he's some sort of lobbyist. <laughs> Or yeah. you know he's got his he's got his mitts all over this thing to have the, that level of specificity. <laughs> I, I'm not buying. I'm it. not buying it either. I still maintain it's an absolute boondoggle. I I will not be convinced otherwise. Uh, TC, the last voicemail I wanted to play. This is this is actually not a mea culpa, but somebody calling in to, to congratulate our diligent work. Hey, Randy, TC, take two. Uh, didn't realize the message was so short. FAA controller here, though, uh, a lot of what you say is true. We do have a lot of the staffing problem. Um, our equipment is not very good. We use command line prompts for a lot of stuff. A lot of our facilities are very old and deteriorated, and they're deferring a lot of maintenance. Uh, I appreciate you guys bringing light to an otherwise dark subject and, you know, keep keep bringing it because uh, it's frankly embarrassing as, as an employee and frustrating as a taxpayer. That's got to be tough to be like a – a government employee, you know, and obviously you're a taxpayer. So you can see that 
you're wasting your own money. Yeah. Or or not 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 using your own money as effectively as, as you could. Yeah. But I will say the trap draw difference. We will continue to hold Mayor Pete, the the FAA Secretary Secretary Pete. Pete. Boy. We're we're gonna continue to hold feet to the fire in twenty twenty three. You 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 have our word on that. Which you know, I think our track record right now with all the stuff about tipping is absolutely blowing oh, up. Oh my god, I'm so proud to be on the forefront of that conversation. Uh, you know, very interesting coming back from from Europe too, where you, you essentially have to like go out of your way to leave a tip at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to tell them, you know, before you give them your credit card, like please add. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. Here, here's a new tipping so. situation I just ran into. Going to the Nuggets game, Ball Arena, right? Overpriced beverages, buy a beer and a glass of wine. And it's like twenty five dollars. They they swing the point of sale, and it defaults to like fifteen or twenty percent. And like twenty percent of twenty five dollars is you know we're talking like over four dollar tip for for literally pouring a beer and pouring a glass of wine. I'm like, this is crazy, guys. I I'm I'm happy to leave a couple bucks, right? Happy to leave a couple bucks. But you're gonna make me find the custom tip button. Input the tip I want to do, and then hit confirm. All the while, you know, the people are just watching me from behind. The guys watching me, but like, I can't tip five dollars on overpriced drinks. That's not acceptable. And especially when it's not even clear if that stuff's going to Aramark or Delaware North or whoever's running the, the exactly. Uh, concessions. Exactly. Right. Yeah. This is this is this is a problem. This is maybe the biggest problem in society right now. It's bad, Randy. It's bad. It's bad. Um, all right, TC. We we got a big long monitoring list, but I think before we hit that, we you want to unpack the. It's been a couple weeks. Should we should we talk a little NFL? We should. We should. Uh, first first of all, just I was I'm I'm going down to Orlando tomorrow for the day. Uh, Urban is floating around. Oh my gosh! The PGA oh, show, my gosh. which I'm already dreading going to Orlando, oh. but you know. I might have to seek Urban out. <laughs> what do you? What in the world do you think he's doing at the PGA show? I bet he's doing. Like, he he had a Veterans Golf Association shirt on. Mm. I bet he's laundering his his reputation through of that. Course. Absolutely, that's a great great guess. I'm surprised he would dare to show his face that close to Jacksonville. I mean, it's crazy. I, how embarrassed must he be? Right? Do you think he feels any shame? I don't. That's the crazy part. He and he and Shelly are like they're like the the worst of the worst. Absolute worst. Ugh, makes me furious. Well, speaking of, and I know, yeah. and I know he doesn't tip caddies either. I know. I've, we've some troubling stories out of uh, out of Dublin, Ohio, Muirfield, among other among places. Other places. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's for another day. Well, we uh, championship weekend this week. I you know not breaking any news here. Philly, San Francisco, Cincinnati, KC. I, I think it's a wonderful championship weekend. I think four deserving teams. Uh, yeah. Excited. I, I think the four best teams are in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if, you know, I, I could see Philly winning. I could see San Francisco winning. I could see the Bengals winning. I can see Kansas City winning. Truly don't know what's going to happen. I think Kansas City is the only team I can't see winning at all. I just don't think they're that good. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I gotta. They get every call. They don't scare me 
They don't scare me nearly right? as much as when they had Reek. It's crazy how many bad, bad, bad human beings <laughs> that 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 organization has either scouted, signed, drafted, employed from Reek to Kareem Hunt, aka the Green Hunk, to uh, that Belcher guy, yeah. uh, Andy Reid's son. Uh, what's what's the guy? Uh, Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, Jackson Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> Um, God, the guy, uh, Frank, Frank Clark, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of malfeasance. Yeah. There. God reminds me of, you know, the, the glory days of Marvin Lewis's Bengals, honestly. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Obviously the big, you know, Mahomes ankle looked like he got rolled up on pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited. I think the Bengals are going to be confident. I think that. O-line played out of their mind. What? Yeah. How did that? Can you like, that was crazy. Jackson Carmen making his first start at left tackle. Uh, here's a guy that like couldn't even get on the active game day roster really over his first two years. Came in and played excellent. Which I do think that portends something else. I think that like they probably need to fire Jonah Williams into the sun. Well, they've already picked up like his fifth year contract. So I think yeah. Williams will be back another year. I actually, we're recording this on Wednesday. I haven't heard much about <clears throat> Williams and Alex Kappa, their their usual right guard, um, whether either of them will, will be able to play this week. But yeah, they literally, TC, I think that Buffalo game that the Bengals played was the best Bengals game, like offense, defense, special team. It's the best, most complete game I think I've ever seen that team play with my own eyes. Yeah. I mean, I got a you know, I got a lot of people coming at me for Zach Taylor stuff. I'm, I'm, I, I'll say it one more time. I'm like, I'll be very happy if I'm proved wrong on all this. I thought the the fake screen pass to Hayden Hurst was that was cool, like a gangster gangster play in the first half. There, yeah. they came out digging. Uh, I mean, shit, even one of the ones that like wasn't a touchdown, the one that Jamar bobbled it there in the back of the end zone, like that was. That was a fantastic play. Uh, Burrow's just Burrow's the dude. Burrow is the dude. Straight up. Yeah. Really, the only downside to if the Bengals win it all is Eli Apple getting a ring. I know you hate him. What a what an irredeemable piece of shit he is. <laughs> he, uh, I, I totally understand that as as an outside party. I, I just want to say Eli Apple has weirdly been a very important piece for this defense, which. With Awuzie going he, down, oh, um, I think he gets crowned by Jesse Bates, and he, he plays in a guys. great system. I'm, I'm not saying it's, but but simply him being healthy and, and being able to take the field, just being a body, and, and, yeah. and them being able to rely on him as like at least a passable cornerback has taken a lot of st- stress off of what were some some question marks in the secondary but i his his shtick i don't follow him on social i i completely understand that the shtick is very i don't even, i don't follow him on social either but i can't i can't help but seeing his stuff because he just won't shut yeah, up yeah no i get that I, I i definitely get that yeah i think burrow listen i it's I don't know. It's hard to quantify. Like I, I, I think Mahomes should be, will be the MVP this year. I, I think Mahomes obviously put up better numbers, right? 
and that's it's possible Mahomes, you know, shouldn't win the MVP because Chase or uh, because uh was it Chase Daniel? Chad no, Henney. Uh Chad Henney was absolutely he cooking. Was cooking. I know. Um so I, I'm not as interested in like the Burrow versus Mahomes debate. I, but I will just say like for my money, Burrow's as good as it gets in terms of diagnosing and reacting to what's before him on the field and it's so awesome to like know like hey that guy's gonna be around for the next 10 years at least and he's gonna be wearing a Bengals jersey it just is so surreal that a, a, a nice thing has happened to this franchise I love I love watching him play football yeah Simple I, as that. I think that's bottom line, right? Um, yeah. he, he just Mixon was running, running angry too. It it seemed like he's he's gotten healthy again. Like there was something going on mid to late season. Yeah, right? and he had a concussion. And he missed a couple games. Um, it just seems like the team is really locked in. Like like, and I, yeah. I say this, they could absolutely Kansas City could could beat them, but. The, the Bengals seem like they're on a mission, and it's fun. They, they went into Buffalo. They were pissed off. They were obviously using the Chiefs-Bills neutral site game, and the league had changed the rules. and the, <laughs> Which was total bullshit. Like, I, they have every right to be pissed I think about so, that. too. And, and they put that chip on their shoulder, and, and it was just like, listen, man, we're not, we're not, we're not losing this game. It's like no, no good deed goes, goes unpunished, yeah. you know? So... Uh, so there's something weird going on in Buffalo too. I, yeah. I, I'm, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I can't quite put my finger on it. That def, I mean, I know they lost Von Miller. The defense should be better than it is. Yeah. They just look kind of listless. And the thing that I can never figure out is how their running game like consistently blows. Yeah, I know. Um, God, who was I listening to? I think it was the Monday Bomani podcast where he was like, Buffalo has like built this team that would conceivably be a great dome team. And it's like, yo, you guys realize you're in yeah. Buffalo, right? And when you get to this time of year, the weather's not going to be great. And their seeming lack of interest in running the football is, I agree, it's very strange. I, I was thinking like, Josh Allen just has looked off for a while. I, I would almost hope for his sake, for the Bills' sake, that some news comes out like, hey, you know, he was actually dealing with this elbow problem and it's a little bit more serious than anybody realized because, yeah, I don't know. it. uh, Yeah, that team's close to feeling like, like, do they need to reset some things? It it feels like. And then Diggs just freaking out on everybody. Yeah, Yeah. so I, I don't know. Don't love it. I think it's a this this championship game in Kansas City feels like almost uh, like if the Bengals win, I, I think it's a changing of the guard, right? Like Burrow being four and zero against Mahomes, beating them in back to back championship think, games. I kind of think the the guard has already changed yeah. personally. I mean, I know he doesn't have a Super Bowl yet, but uh, going back to the Bills, can we talk about just the the whole Tamara Hamlin? Uh, body double. I, I did not know about this conspiracy. until KVV sent us a note, and he was giddy about the conspiracy. Yeah, I, I guess people think they were using a body double, and Demar actually passed away. I'm never surprised at how, like what people will believe in these days. I I don't know about like the passed away thing, but I could see them using a body <laughs> double 
just to, in the stadium just to get the team amped up and all come that. Come on, right? come on. I wouldn't put anything past Roger and Troy Vincent and the boys. <laughs> and then, yeah, because it was snowing, you couldn't quite like see him inside the suite. It, <laughs> people, oh God, it's, uh, it's the best. I don't know. I still don't believe in Philly. So that's the other game. I, just, I don't. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I know Philly fans are begging us to, you know, oh, you guys have been wrong about Hurts. And and listen, I think this week, if if Hurts plays really well against this 49ers defense, I will. I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I'm all in. But what I saw against the Giant, like it looks like they're running a a college offense, which is fine because they have a unbelievably loaded roster and that works for them. But I didn't really see Hurts doing that much like read and react it seemed like it was like you know besides the mesh point whether to keep the football or or hand it off like I, i'm not sure if he's really making high level decisions you know that like truly elite quarterbacks make he's fl- i mean potentially flashing high level traits like push sees out of justin uh, yeah. fields yeah yeah no I, I for me it's less about hurts and more just about i i don't know i just don't truly believe that that defense is as good as they are yeah i don't know i mean i know they're they're good at corner they've got four guys on that line with a bunch of sacks it's just doesn't all it just doesn't all add up for me i think it's a great matchup i think it's going to be a bloodbath i i think these teams are going to hit each other very hard it should be an extremely physical game it should be a kind of a throwback football game I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I think I probably ding Philly a little bit just for I think the NFC outside of these two teams is obviously not as strong. And so maybe there's just some doubt from there. Like the NFC East, really, like they're not – that's not a good conference. The, I, you know, I, I'm not sure. But I – I mean, it's, yeah. it's just weird to see like, you know, Eagles gave up 24, or 40 points to the Cowboys on, December, on Christmas Eve. They barely beat the Bears. They, you know, I don't know. There's just something, something off there. Something's not adding up for me. What? Uh, I mean, Purdy, Purdy keeps, Purdy keeps winning. Purdy answered the bell. You know, and like the Niners are going to be really tough to run the ball on. They didn't play. I didn't think they played a great game, but they, you know, the Ray Ray McLeod fumble. Uh, I was watching it on French TV. Yeah. And there's this guy, you know, this guy had like a, a turtleneck, like up to up, like above his ears. Just, they love, they love Brock Purdy though. Mm. It was great. Brock Purdy and D, Debo, Debo. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was kind of a bare knuckle brawl that they were in with the Cowboys. I, the Cowboys uh, defense. I'm, I love that Cowboys defense. Speed, yeah. play, physicality. Play aggressive. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how, like, like why do they have, like, why didn't they fire Mike McCarthy, like, in the locker room immediately after the game and just say, like, Dan Quinn, you're the head coach. Kellen Moore, you're still the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Let's figure this thing out for now. Give give one more year to Kellen Moore and then... Because it's just crazy to me that, like, guys that are getting head coach looks... Like, it's like Brian... Uh, Leftwich in uh, Tampa Bay. Like, he was getting head... He almost got the Jags job. Yeah. Like like last cycle, and he just got fired already. Like, life crazy. comes at you fast. I I can't. I, so they've been saying Lou Anarumo, the Bengals' defensive coordinator, has not gotten a yeah. single interview this cycle. It's crazy. Which, great. 
would love to keep him around Cincinnati. But man, watching him over these last couple of years, and I know you know teams probably are looking more for offensive-minded coaches, but holy cow, that guy can't get an interview. It's I saw D'Amico canceled two interviews. He did the Broncos and the Texans, and I think he canceled the Colts and the Colts and the Panthers. I don't know why, but it feels like um, he's destined for the Texans. I mean, he yeah. played there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I still can't believe like the whole, the whole uh, Jack Easterby thing. I was thinking that, about that the other day. Like he was just friends with Cal McNair at his church, and Cal McNair was like, "Hey, man, you want to help me run the Texans?" Sick. Uh, what a what a disaster. Uh, we got to talk about Dak. I mean, or, or do or, we? Or or don't I, I, actually? I don't even think we need right. to say anything other than just like don't like don't come at us anymore. No, yeah. It's, like the die is cast. Stinky he, he stinks. Stinky Dak. We've tried to warn you about this for yes. years. Yes. Stinky Dak. Stinky Dak. Speaking of quarterbacks, Ruiz, uh, oh. just infuriate. I mean, he's still got Dak number six in his quarterback rankings. But I did see Burrow. Which it says that they're that they're updated. Yeah. yeah. They're updated like two, two or three days right, ago, right? Right, right. So he's got Mahomes one, Herbert two, Burrow now is three. Josh Allen four, Lamar who hasn't played in like two months is five, and Dak is six. I saw something the other day. Lamar's missed like the last five Steelers games. He's missed like three of the last four Bengals games. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like in in that you know tough of a divi- of, of a division. Uh, yeah, I mean I I'm kind of the point with with Ruiz where it's. It's like we're trending into like blanket fatwa on the ringer. Like I've been messaging some guys over there, and I'm just like, like this. Even I, it, I even heard Simmons. It's like unprofessional. Well, I even heard point. Simmons make mention of it. Yeah, he was. I think it was on the Cousin Sal podcast, maybe or one of the, like previewing last week's games, talking about like, you know, just how stubborn and hard headed Ruiz was with one his love for Herbert, and two just refuses to acknowledge. Like Burrow is really good quarterback. It just makes you like ask the question of if he knows ball, and, or not. and that's that's what's really concerning. I, I think where I come out is like if I had a sense that Ruiz was kind of working a bit here, then it's like okay, you know, you tip your hat and you, you see him working. But like, no, he's he's very serious about. about How about him rankings. going after Jeff Schwartz? Jeff Schwartz, Mitchell Schwartz. <laughs> I mean. Or sorry, Mitchell yeah. Schwartz. Yeah, it just is like, dude. This is where I just want to be like, man. At some point, you just got to like trust what your eyes are seeing, right? Like, he's bad. There's just there's there's nothing worse than like seeing a guy not step up and like repeatedly situation after situation after situation, and then somebody telling you, no, like your eyes are lying to you. The analytics say this because it's this yeah. much larger sample size. And it's like, I don't give a fuck about the sample size. Or like, like the sample size is these, these three crucial moments yeah. that he's had at the end of games. Like that's it, it. Or it's like, you know, you can, every quarterback makes bad throws. It's like, well, yeah, right. But you know, certain ones make bad throws in like the most crucial situations and others tend to make yeah. like good throws in the crucial situations. Uh, it's just, that's the craziest thing to me about the, about Dak. It's like, they're like, (laughs) he almost throws that pick six on the last drive there. Oh, and then he almost takes the safety, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He just, 
But man, he's really good at making reads and progressing uh, and seeing the full field. Like, fuck off, of man. Get out of here. Um, yeah. Like, I think I'd be like more okay with, with Ruiz if he just wasn't so arrogant and grating and like just smug. Yeah. Exactly. About everything. It's so bad. It's so man. bad. It's so bad. Uh, okay. That's got me pissed off. Uh, any, yeah. Ja- and Jags wise, you yeah. know, they're, they're great, man. Like adding Calvin Ridley to the mix next year. Like, I mean, Marvin Jones didn't do shit. Zay Jones was pretty quiet. I felt bad for Agnew. Agnew had a great game. And then the fumble at the end there was uncharacteristic. Um, I, I like that team. Devin Lloyd. It all there. It's great, man. And it's like, a t- it's, it's very similar to the Bengals offensive line too. Yeah. A couple of, you know, kind of underproducing, you know, high draft picks and then some scrappy dudes that are playing hurt that that offensive lines taped together. ETN's a dog. Hasty ran well. I'd be curious to see what they do with, I think they bring back um, the tight end. Ingram. Ingram. Yeah, um, came on for him. I just, you know, they need like, and Kirk's fantastic. Um, if 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 Ridley know, just, is like Ridley of two years ago, or like prior to his subsection, there's no reason why he wouldn't yeah, be. He, right? I mean, he's he's probably healthier than he's been in five I mean, years. That's like a, a top three wide receiver that you're adding to, yeah, a, a, a very interesting skill position group already. What concerns me a little bit is Josh Allen. I think he's a really good player. I think he's a great locker room guy. He's kind of the heart and soul of the defense, but he's not like a dominant max guy, I don't think, and he's going to probably get close to a max deal. Like he's up for extension. You've got Trayvon Walker, the first round, like the the first overall pick, didn't really do shit. He started to come on, but like he's still not playing. He's not a dominant dude. And then Devin Lloyd, their other first rounder, like, he kind of got benched for Chad, Chad Muma and Foye Olakun looked great. Um, I think it seems like they kind of whiffed on the Darius Williams corner signing a little bit. Tyson Campbell continues to be a dog, but we need like one more corner. Andre Cisco has been great. Rayshon Jenkins has been great at safety. We just, Devin Lloyd needs to step it up. And then dude, the defensive, like, like, um, big smooth got, got hurt a couple weeks ago. And, uh, the guys that were playing, just like those guys played so hard up mm-hmm. front, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by it. So yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm all in. Doug Peterson is a leader of men. He's great. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Trevor made some big, big, big. Time I, I think. Throws. I think. Listen, Trevor. Yes, that first half against like this has been such a wonderful learning experience for him. I, I think this is going to help him massively. Uh, he 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 has shaken off the urban stink. He's got a full season with Doug. He's got a lot of postseason reps now, uh, both at home and on the road. He he's going to be so much better for it. Exciting Agreed. exciting times. Um, TC, I didn't note in here about like Daniel Jones. I I actually frankly don't care. We're gonna have Mister Poosh and KVV on next week, and we can get into a lot of broad NFL topics. Uh, 
Do you mind if well, uh, just a few more random sports nuggets, and then uh, I, we'll, we'll get into some yeah. things we're we're monitoring. Um, first and foremost, the Seattle Mariners signed a 17-year-old first baseman DH named Marlboro Jesus, which yeah awesome. set set the Twitter world on fire. That's great. Um, hey, baseball yeah. wise, I wanted to ask Please. you. This has been bugging Please. me. Should Scott Rowland be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I like Scott Rowland. I, listen, I have nothing against Scott Rowland. I just, I don't know. I, I uh, you know what? I haven't done a ton of homework on his numbers, but um, numbers are good. I know, and I know he was, you know, great in the field. I don't know. I just, I struggle with that one a little bit. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I think he's one of like the third, one of the best third basemen of his generation, right? I, I think a guy like that deserves to be in the hall of fame i think right yeah i guess i don't, I don't know. know what's the knock against him that he's just like pretty good I, th- I feel like third basemen get like overrated like oh you're a third baseman cool like we're gonna like lower the bar for you because you're a third baseman uh I'll, I'll look into that tc i have a better answer for you next week how about that all right all okay right. oh this is i mean maybe you should announce this one your boy rush probes <laughs> yeah. is back He's back. He's back. Uh, associate head coach and AD for the Kusa Christian Warriors, which, uh, I mean, I can't see him being the associate head coach for long. You wouldn't think. No, right? you would. Or is he the head coach and the associate AD? I think AD? he's the associate head coach and, like, the head AD, maybe. I don't know. I just found it. Which, I mean, may, maybe one of his – oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe one of his families lives up there. I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, it's I, he. He looks pretty gaunt. I think he had, I think he was sick for a while there. Yeah, I know he doesn't. I'm not really sure what happened at Lounge either. He was down in Valdosta. I don't. I'm sure he got in trouble doing something crazy. How he just keeps ending up at these Christian schools. <laughs> uh, you, you know where he should end up. He should end up at either Texas A&M or Clemson. Yeah, who who just hired um, Art Bryles' kid, Kendall? Oh, I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, I yeah. I, I want to say it was at Old Miss. No, Bunky's going to get mad at Let's me. See here. Oh, TCU. TCU. Yeah. Te- Texas Christian yeah, University, Randy. For TCU. I agree. I think Rush Probst would be a great, um, like, offensive, what do they call those guys? Kind of like offensive uh, quality control or analyst. offensive analyst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saving should yeah, bring him in. Exactly. That's like his rehab yeah, program, yeah. you know? Uh, speaking of like bad people from bad schools, I, I just read a brief <laughs> clip, this Linda Livingstone, um, uh, from Baylor of all places. Of course she was, she's the NCAA board chair. She was pleading before Congress to help. Um, she, w- she wants the federal government to kind of, uh, affirm student athlete status. So essentially wanting the government to like lock in like, yeah, these college athletes, they're they're amateurs they can't be paid and it's just like get out of here you know quit quit begging the federal government to you know do your job ncaa i'm, I'm sick of I it i feel like the baylor people are probably big like keep the government like it's not a good thing when the federal government gets involved down in waco <laughs> exactly. right like we, we probably need to keep exactly. them out of waco we've, we've come right? full circle yeah yeah, yeah. uh so i just wanted to I had to get a dig in on our girl Linda Livingstone. Um, 
You've been watching the uh, the uh, Aussie I, Open at all? Bits and pieces. Uh, disappointed with some of the big names going down on both the men's and women's side. Uh, the men's side looks like Novak. It's his tournament. And then on the women's side, it's like anybody's tournament, I think. Uh, oh, God, I couldn't even name you the semifinalists. I saw the American woman, Jess Pagula, just lost. But, yeah, I haven't watched as much as last year. I, You know, it just got off to a bad start with, like, Alcaraz withdrew, yeah. and then um, Nadal lost early, and then Medvedev <laughs> lost. And it was just like, oh, man, all, like, the best players are going down. Yeah, I, you know what? I do want to shout out uh, Tiafo's outfit, though. You know, it. I kind of dug it. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Oh, it was sick. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, one more thing from my trip, Randy. This just made me think of it. United Airlines has Naomi Osaka's The People's Champion documentary Ugh. about her, her Australian Open uh, victory on their, on their IFE. It is... That's shameful. The people's champ. She's not our champion, TC. Yeah. We didn't. Su- we didn't it's sign bad. off on that. Yeah. Which I, I saw she's pregnant. She is. Yeah. We'll have to ask Poosh all about Naomi next week. He's a massive fan. Naomi apologist yeah. through and through. Uh, Shannon Sharp tried to fight the Grizzlies. I, that was all over the news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to spend much time there. Uh, I think big news. They didn't want this uh, yeah, smoke. Nobody <laughs> wanted that smoke. Um, TC, the Ivy League, they, they beat Team Japan in the Dream Bowl, 24 to 20. <laughs> Which I think we'll have to ask Push about that too. Talk to us about the, the two deep on the Japanese side for the national team there. Uh, you know, Al Bags getting the W though. I, I, I'm still not, not quite sure what the Dream Bowl is or what it's supposed yeah, to be. I'm who, yeah, I'm not sure anybody knows. <laughs> Hey, one other thing I forgot about from the trip. On the way over and the way back, I watched um, that Stanley Tucci's like like Italy I series. I love that series, Tron. It's so good. Yes. <laughs> I uh, I watched five or six episodes of it, like like to the point where I downloaded some. Like I I exhausted the four or five that were on the in flight yeah. entertainment, and then downloaded yeah. some more. Um, the one the one in, in Piedmont was unbelievable. Uh, Umbria, I mean, just fenced so well done. I completely agree. And I, I, it's kind of surprised me how much I enjoyed watching those. That's a great call. That's a great call. Uh, all right, TC, we got some stuff to monitor. Um, I, no rhyme or reason to this, but, uh, big news from astronomers. TC, they've recalculated the edge of our galaxy. Which, you know what? I bounced this off of of Mr. Yeah. Dupes, our friend Astro Dupes. He said, not, not a huge deal, especially because, you know, our galaxy, he's, he's worried about shit way beyond our galaxy. Yeah. Right? Because there's so many different galaxies. So this is like small potatoes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Well, um, there's a cheating scandal in the snooker world. Yeah, people have been been getting honest for that. I guess the... The Chinese are doing all sorts of nefarious yeah, there's shit. A Chinese duo, Zhao Zingtong and Zhang Jingkang, are barred from attending or competing on the World Snooker Tour, which seems like a big deal. So I, you know, we'll continue to keep our eye on that. I guess we will yeah. monitor China and the Taliban struck an oil deal. 
which is fun. Good yeah. It kind of yeah. seems like, you know, just two sovereign nations doing their thing. <laughs> I, uh, what did I pull? Oh, the, the, um, a quote. You're a big Belt Road Initiative guy, Yeah, right? well, that's what this thing is. This development, quoting from a Atlas News article, this development comes as the Taliban expressed interest in creating a trade route with China and connecting Afghanistan to the One Belt, One Road Initiative which Taliban Deputy Minister of Economy Abdul Latif Nazari noted, the connection of Afghanistan with the One Belt, One Road initiatives or Silk Road benefits Afghan stability and development. So there you go. I can say that uh, the Chinese are going to be bucking their heads in tourist destinations this Mm. summer. Coming up, they've been been locked up for the last three years. They're 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 going to be trying to get get out and about and see the world. <laughs> uh, TC, this seems like a big story that I think we don't really know all the repercussions yet. But ex FBI official Charles McGonagall was arrested recently. Uh, he was coming back from abroad. He was arrested at JFK Airport. And federal prosecutors say the former head of counterintelligence for the FBI's New York office laundered money violated sanctions against Russia while working with a Russian oligarch and while still at the FBI took hundreds of thousands of dollars from a foreign national and former foreign intelligence official. Not good. Bad. Very bad. I also think he was involved in like the yes. Trump stuff. Yes, he was. Yeah. Too. As, as far as investigating him and some of the, the steel dossier stuff and all that. So interesting times. What else do we have? Your Uncle Juice, TC, we it has been confirmed. Uncle Juice was not, I repeat, not originally cast as the Terminator. I guess James Cameron had to come out and vociferously debunk that rumor. Like, who was, who was talking about this rumor? It sounds like place. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the one who started it, saying that OJ was actually the first cast Terminator, and then something happened, and they brought in Arnold. Huh. Yeah. Listen, the juice, he's a cultural icon. He's a phenomenon. He is that. He is that. That's the only juice. If Peg, if Tron, if your mom Peg is listening, I promise that's the only juice news today. Um, my parents just left this morning. They were watching the kids. Uh, my dad uh, like reorganized my entire office uh, while I was gone, even though I told him to stay out of my <laughs> office. He was just trying to help, but now, you know, I got to like figure out where everything is and Certain stuff's not working. Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> uh, I think everybody saw this. The Popeyes kid from the meme who kind of gives like the the side eye with his hand yeah, on his he's belly. He's a D two college football player at Lake Erie College, and Popeyes signed him to an NIL deal, which was fun. I had to look up Lake Erie. That's that's full yeah. Circle. I had to look up Lake Erie. It looks like they went three and eight this season. So I don't know if our guy saw the field or not, but. Should be should be opportunity to see some playing time. Got to think the the positional battles are wide open on a three and eight team. <laughs> uh, love seeing J.P. Morgan mm. get got. No, this bit. one you know we haven't talked in a couple of weeks. This this one, uh, this Charlie Javice founded a company called Frank. She was the CEO, and um, she sold. This is like a financial tech startup company helping. People with, uh, I think, loans, college loans. I, 
I think. Anyway, she sold this company to JP Morgan for 175 million. And like a year later, Jamie Dimon is under fire because it turns out like all of the customers of Frank are probably <laughs> fake. And uh, JP Morgan, people are like, you know, did you do any due diligence here? So now JP Morgan is suing. <laughs> the the ceo and the company and people are like well why didn't you do better due diligence it, it's just a whole mess and couldn't be happier that jp morgan's involved well hey at least their 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 vps aren't peeing on people on flights to exactly. Delhi, right exactly uh tc this guy this eric finkelstein this is a this is a nothing i don't know eric finkelstein a 34 year old new york city man uh, recently embarked on and set a world record by eating at 18 Michelin star restaurants in a single day. Like what? Why? What's the point? Well, that is a good question, but I do think you need to acknowledge this guy is stunting all over you between Michelin star eateries and the logistical hurdles of, of planning this day. I, you know, I think you got to tip your cap. So what? He just popped into these all for like yeah, one course. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's just stupid. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I, I have, I just, I'm not big into like the record people that just want to set world records, just be like make sh stupid shit up and just set world records. Like, what a, what a novelty. It is a novelty. And you know, that this guy, major spidey sense alert, this guy has two table tennis world records, I guess, including the longest serve Ugh. at 51 feet, one Get inch. out of here. It might be a bad guy. Which I will say, the Jags posted a, a Trevor Lawrence clip of him playing table tennis or ping pong in the locker room. He's nasty. He's got like one of the nastiest serves really? I've ever seen. Love yeah. that. TC, what's going on up in Boston? This MLK <laughs> monument. God, it's so bad. Have yeah, you seen I, I have. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it looks like a dong. <laughs> Yeah. Looks like a dong with some yeah, hands on that's, it. That's that's tough. That is it's tough. If people don't know what we're <laughs> talking about, Google uh the, the statue's called the Embrace and it commemorates uh Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife Coretta. They um an embrace that they had in Boston in April of nineteen sixty five. Uh or excuse me, it was after he won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1964. But anyway, the, the, the monument was just unveiled in Boston. It was um, immediately panned for looking like a sex act. CNN caught up with Seneca Scott, I believe a, a cousin of Coretta, who said, if you look at it, quote, if you look at it from all angles, it's probably two people hugging each other. It's four hands. It's not the missing heads that's the atrocity <laughs> that other people clamp onto that. It's a stump that looked like a penis. That's a joke, Scott told CNN. Somebody uh, re referred to it as a, uh, a masturbatory metal homage. That's the best. Which I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. Some people have, have photoshopped it into... What's the one of the guy that's just sitting there with the dong? Oh, the, yeah, the the black guy, the old porn actor. Yeah, that's, yeah. 
Uh, anyway, uh, YSL. We got to talk YSL. YSL happenings. Yeah. Well, hit, hit me. Uh, first, a juror left the country, you know, very much against the rules. Judge was pissed. <laughs> Made her write a 30-page essay. That That's straight up, straight up. I, that's cruel and unusual punishment, I think. That's so good. And like made her, it was what, like, like, uh, AP, uh, you know, APA. Exactly. Uh, formatting and citations and everything. And then ran it through like a, a a anti-plagiarism thing. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, I love that. uh, uh, God, that would be so difficult. I'd be like, can I just spend a night in jail? Like what, what's like, give me another (laughs) option for this punishment. Oh, that's miserable. And then, uh, young thug. Uh, it looks like he did a drug deal. That's what people in court. are saying. This guy, um, Khalif, uh, God, what's this guy's name? Khalif Adams. Khalif yeah. Adams. People think they they passed uh, drug in in court. Amazing. Which you know, I think Young Thug, Young Thug's in trouble, man. Doesn't look good. He's in big trouble. Doesn't look good. The Percocet's the least of his issues. Yeah. You know, there continues to be all sorts of intimidation stuff going on. Uh, also. Vernon Jones, my my guy, former DeKalb County CEO in Atlanta, he, uh, I think he was ordered to pay pay somebody that he blocked on Facebook forty thousand dollars for blocking them while he was like a publicly elected official. Uh, why? Just because he's a public official? Like yeah. they can't block people? I guess. Yeah. Kind of wild. I don't like that precedent. Vernon Jones is like the he's like the goat as far as corruption in atlanta though like he makes he makes bill campbell look like a boy scout um uh, well okay all right uh TS, uh there's some tsa news tc i guess officers in tampa removed a four-foot emotional support boa constrictor from some lady's luggage the, the emotional support i know this isn't a new blog for us the emotional support animals continue to be out of control it's crazy the guy uh there was a cat that got loose on a United flight. I don't know if we talked about that on the last one. I don't think so. Not no, good. I'm like, I'm extremely allergic yeah. to cats. You know, not to the point where like, you know, like if one got up in my in my grill, I would probably struggle a little bit. But like it, it takes a couple hours. But man, just like don't bring your cat yeah. on a plane. It's yeah, ridiculous. Don't need, it. don't need it. And then uh, I don't know what airport in Texas this was, but apparently officers nabbed an 84 millimeter weapon from somebody down in Texas. So just I stay. Yeah. Stay, stay alert, alert, Randy. Like, commend the TSA. You know, I'm sure. God, think about how boring the majority of, of every workday is for them. So when they can get, you know, a wind pulling a bow constrictor out or, a, you know, a, a shoulder, <laughs> a shoulder uh, rocket launcher weapon. That's, that's gotta be a fun day. Um, what else? Eggs are, eggs are hot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're monitoring the that. Flu. I haven't. That hasn't really hit me personally, but maybe folks can clue us in a little bit on that. You a big egg guy? Not a big egg guy, or but no. I I always try to have you know a few in the fridge, whatnot. What's your What's your go to egg? Just uh, you know, yeah, preparation. Just, I'll, I'll scramble some maybe on the weekend. I'm I I'm not a scrambled egg guy. I love sunny side up. Over easy. Well, can I admit something? I, I struggle so much to cook it that way. I, I struggle to fry to, an like, egg. Get it off yeah. the pan? Like, I can't flip it. <laughs> oh. 
You don't have to flip it though. That's the thing. That's sunny side up. But what's, you don't what's flip the it. trick then? Am I is my heat too hot? Is it more of a longer lower? Well, you're probably not using enough butter or vegetable oil or whatever, and then you're you know you're probably. And I always feel like when I when I when I crack it too. and the egg goes like the 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 egg white just spreads out so far, you know. So now I'm like, that's not going to be like that can't be a fried egg. I don't know. I struggle. So oh. I just I just scramble them up. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, tell, well, tell me about this news from Sweden. This this is potentially oh, it's huge. actually huge. Rare earth deposits found in Sweden. Uh, I guess it's Europe's largest uh, known deposit of rare earth elements. Which, if you've been listening to Trap Draw, you know that the Chinese have been buying up all the rare earth metals over yeah. the years. Um, and yeah, the Swedish, I guess it's owned by the Swedish government. Um, crazy amount of oxides up there in way, way, way northern Sweden. Uh, no rare earth elements are currently mined in Europe. Uh, China provides 98% of the EU supply. Well, that's massive. Huge. Good Huge. for the Swedes. So Good, good for them. Yeah. Uh, Eric Adams, NYC mayor. Oh, Neil's, Neil's boy. boy. I know. Great New Yorker piece about, or no, excuse me, that's our next story, TC. Uh, Eric, we're just monitoring. There's a, apparently this guy, Lamore Whitehead, and I think he's got some other guy. I, it sounds like he's just running around with some, yes, grifters. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. No, the New Yorker piece, TC, that I was, I was uh, referring to, they have an article about uh, an explosion in doggy... Like like uh, like like high fashion stuff, Do- designer right? dog apparel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's from the New York Times. Excuse me, but uh, they're talking about the multi-billion-dollar market in pet apparel. I, this TC. This is just. I, I I can't live in this world. I I don't know what Which to do. I think unless you've got some sort of very like you know dog that has very 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 thin fur. Like a, I'm trying to think what kind of dog that would be. I'm, I'm blanking. Like a, a whippet or something like that. You know, a very skinny dog with not much fur. I could see you putting a little jacket or, or sweater on it to go outside if you lived in a very cold climate. But otherwise, get the yes. fuck out. Thank it's ridiculous. You. Thank you. I, I do say that knowing that my wife put a sweater on our new puppy. <laughs> Uh, on on Christmas or Christmas Eve, uh, he hated it. But which there was a there was an article yesterday in, in the New York Times about uh, uh, dog walkers in New York City making low to mid six figures. That's a that's a lucrative <laughs> yeah, racket. That's, that's incredible. And then there was this story out of Hong Kong. Apparently, they're creating rabbit resorts because bunnies are so popular in Hong Kong. And when people like go out of town, they drop their bunnies off at these like luxury rabbit hotels. Again, bad. I mean, how many people have have bunnies? Is that a big, big pet thing? Bunnies are mean. Like they're cute, but they're yeah, mean. They seem like a lot. I feel like the the hassle's not worth the the payoff there. The New Yorker had a good good piece on uh, the Getty family the other day too. Did you no. read that? Just about financial, like their financial plan or they're like financial managers or whatever and how confidentiality works with these large family trusts and everything. Very interesting. Yeah. This 
sorry, these bunny resorts, so uh, <laughs> they get supervised playtime for the rabbits. They have bunny beauty treatments and special menu items. I, TC, I, I used to stand with the people of Hong Kong, but I don't know if I can stand with them anymore. Well, what if this is the result of, of the Chinese takeover? Yeah. You know, what if they're being forced right. into this? I'll, I'll look sort into of it. And it's the that year of the true. rabbit. It is the year. Maybe that's why they've become so popular. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, TC, did you see this news about M&Ms? I, I did. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm confused. Well, all your boys have been pissed off at M&Ms because they're, you know, they're, I don't know. They're getting rid of the having the M&Ms be spokes candies. Um, and essentially, I think it comes around like gender identity and gender politics, which, you know. <laughs> Nothing more important in this world than, than the gender of, of animated candy. Um, I mean, according to your guy Tony Dungy, though, can we have? You know, they're they're putting they're putting. Can we talk about Tony? Uh, Tony Dungy, bathrooms. please. Oh, he's, he's the worst. he's the worst, and that's just like his his accomplishments as a broadcaster, and I think a, a an overrated football coach, and then you mix in all his like very very christian beliefs and it just is awful take it away it's it, it's not even christian beliefs it's just just like extremely big yeah beliefs. i mean he'd tell you that they're they're because of his faith but yeah it's like a perversion of of christianity really i think but yeah he's he's terrible let's get him out and oh, let's promote jack collinsworth Let's get Jack. <laughs> let's get let's get Jack, Chris Sims. Let's let uh, let's rehire Luke, Luke yeah. Russert. Let's get the boys back. Yeah, uh, just a full full nepo baby. Uh, <laughs> you know, booth. How about the Fox booth? Uh, they had like seven or eight oh, guys the on, the, on the. Yeah. Oh, well, they got the Sean show. Payton yeah. in there now. Yeah. These pregame shows, you know, I I think this was Simmons too. Bill Simmons was like, they're so big. They don't have conversations. They just go around the, 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 the room and like everybody says like two or three sentences and then they just move to the next guy. It's very bizarre. <laughs> like once he said that and I've noticed it, it's like you can't unnotice it. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right, TC, just a couple more stories. Oh, this, you were, I think you were all over this one. The, uh, the Italian mob boss that got arrested recently in Italy. No, I think DJ or uh, KVV sent oh, okay. this over. Italy's most wanted man. Uh, he was, I guess, he was he was on the run for like thirty years yeah, though, just hiding in plain He's sight, just kind of like hanging yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he went in for a COVID test or something at the local hospital, and they arrested him. Crazy. Uh, did you see the police chase in Boone, North <laughs> I did. Carolina? I did the tractor, the John Deere? Yeah, yeah, John Deere. Which, you know, it could have been an activation. I was going to say, yeah. John is Deere. that good product placement or no? But yeah, uh, I guess he was, you know, it was a very low speed chase. He led led the cops on a chase for over an hour. And then uh, I guess he tried to get off and, and, and they yeah. tased him. Yeah. So, Not sure what he thought was going uh, yeah. to happen. By the way, I saw some some some, some news breaking today. Your guy, Josh Hawley, uh, introducing the Nancy Pelosi Act. In Congress, no. Do you see this? Uh, to to bar elected officials from uh, trading securities. That would be massive. 
and I know it, you know, I know you and Holly line up a lot. Yes, we do. We do. Uh, Listen, this is where I, this is the biggest bipartisan no brainer. I would be all for it. I will note that this is coming from the Senate where the House of Representatives, the, the, you know, the Republicans took control and recently I believe passed a bill, one of their first bills to neuter any like ethics investigations into Congress people. Essentially, among a lot of other things, would uh, would allow it to just nefarious trades, money activities. Uh, so I'm glad it appears maybe the Senate's taken the, the opposite course. And then I think last thing, listen, I, I don't know what's going on with the inner core of Earth, of our planet. You fill me in. This is breaking in the last couple of days. Yeah. So Earth's inner core, this is a hot iron ball the size of Pluto. This is off a Yahoo News article. So we're talking pretty big, right? There's a lot, there's not a lot known about the inner core of the Earth. Uh, It's it's roughly, yeah, it's roughly 3,100 miles below the surface. Um, And they don't know if, so, so recently a Chinese pair from Peking University, their findings said, and I'm quoting one of them, we believe the inner core rotates relative to the Earth's surface back and forth like a swing. And they say one cycle of the swing is about seven decades. So the way I think, like what I think this means is the Earth is rotating one direction and then the inner core of it goes back and forth between like rotating in tandem with the earth and then like switching direction with it. And then sometimes it like rotates faster, it, it kind of messes lower. It kind of messes with the gravitational or the, the, I don't know. There's all sorts of other ramifications, Maybe. right? This is like, honestly, I, I think people like don't really know a whole lot about how the inner core affects a lot of stuff. I think maybe we should run this by the, by Astro dupes. <laughs> I mean, is this in his wheelhouse? I don't know. Maybe not. I feel like he's, he just does like stuff that's super, super far away. Not, you know, I feel like the inner core, I mean, it's crazy. If you just look down, like how far would the inner core be? 3,100 miles. 3,100 miles. So like basically, like roughly from like me to LA. I don't know that off the top of my head, but if you're looking that up, yes. That's yeah. wild. It's a yeah. long, that's a long way. So I, I think a lot of stuff we don't know, um, probably have to keep this on the monitoring list for a while. I think that's safe, safe to say. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just looking up this Pelosi Act. So it's, uh, it's <laughs> the official title is the Preventing Elected Leaders from owning securities and investments. That's such a perfect title. Shortened down to the Pelosi Act. It's which Yeah, it would prohibit yeah. members of Congress and their spouses from holding or trading individual stocks. I love it. I, and I, I guess then the, the like the logical next thing would be like all right, so then would they have to set them into a blind trust once they're elected? I um, I'm reading more it says uh about the Pelosi Act, any holdings in diversified mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, or U.S. Treasury bonds are exempt from the prohibition. 
Give members okay. of Congress and their spouses six months upon assuming office to divest any prohibited holdings or place those holdings in a blind trust for the remainder of their tenure in office. I, I, that just feels like common I sense. I love it. Is there anything else attached to the bill? Or uh, not not on just, his website. Huh. I was, I was blown away reading about the, the, the alliance between uh, McCarthy and Marjorie Taylor Your Greene. Girl. Your girl. Your girl. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm pumped about this Pelosi act, though. I'll go to bat for that any day. You and Holly. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm giving Holly. I'm giving Holly <laughs> that uh, that that fist pump. <laughs> Golly. I'm, I'm going to be very curious which Democratic senators jump on this. It's this is this is interesting. It, it know, bears watching. I know there's a senator from watching. Vermont that'll be all over it. All right, TC. I think we, <laughs> I think we've come to a good time to cut it. We have. Yeah, Poosh. We're gonna invite Poosh and KVV on next week. We'll have. Um, we should have both the winner and the loser of our NFL team draft to, to anoint. We'll preview the Super Bowl. I'd love to ask KVV about the Ravens and the myriad of of questions they face this offseason uh maybe we can do some yeah. quarterback rankings all that fun stuff kvv had a good he had a good piece on howie roseman the uh, eagles yeah, gm as well so uh which you know i think also um just talking so kvv it's kvv and push battling Correct. it up for last place can can kvv pass push or no uh if the Chiefs beat the Bengals, I believe KVV is safe from finishing last. Okay. Or maybe I have that wrong. Maybe the Chiefs have to win the Super think, Bowl for KVV not. I think that's it. The Chiefs have to win the Super Bowl for it. KVV yeah. not to finish last. And then what's I'm a half us? point behind you. So if the Bengals win, <laughs> I would pass you. Which. Okay. Are kind of all our stakes are on the downside so i'm yeah it's weird it's like i i feel like i'm just very happy not to finish last and not have to do the dumb russ wilson video yeah agree i think <laughs> it, it being kvv or push those are those are two yeah, great exactly. great candidates for it exactly uh all right well tc i know you're probably jet lagged thank you for hopping on enjoy the rest of your week and uh we'll catch up next week Big thanks for everything you do no for problem. the game, man. Talk to you later. Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who me?